the In Conversation podcast series with author Nigel Beckles. Please like the podcast and subscribe to this channel. Thank you. Welcome to the podcast. Get ready for takeoff. Welcome back to my In Conversation podcast series. My guest for this episode is an author and also an attorney from New Orleans, USA, Tatrice Harrison. Greetings, Tatrice. Welcome to my podcast series. How are you? I'm well. How about you? I'm very well, thank you. You live in New Orleans. What's it like there? Well, right now it's kind of quiet. Usually we would have a lot of festivals going on, uh, second line events and, you know, all kinds of uh, partying and whatnot. So things are a little quiet you know, right now due to the, uh, the pandemic. It's still hot, though. Oh, it's, it's still, still hot. hot. So your book has got a very unusual title. Why did you decide to write your book? Well, I decided to write my book because I actually I'm one of the people that's in the book. So the book is broken up into five different chapters. And I had an experience as, as an attorney that I never thought that I would have the experience of, which was I got arrested. And then I kind of take you through the whole situation of what happens with me, with my arrest, why the arrest happened, and then also through the um, through the trial. And so that is what, what kind of got me into the, the situation to decide to write the book because I felt like there were other people that were probably similar um, situations like mine. And that's how I came up with the five different chapters that I wind up writing in the book. So all of the stories in your book are true stories? Yes, all of the, the, the stories are true. And the title, the reason why I came up with the title, which is uh, Bitch Hunt, I came up with that because it reminded me really of witch hunt back in the day when they used to go uh, back in Salem and they were hunting people that they felt like were witches. So for me, it was a play on, on the word of witch hunt. And that's how I came up with the uh, with bitch hunt. Except for these women are black, so that's where the B. That's where the B. So I know most people probably think it's that that I use that term because I'm trying to be negative, but it was actually more play on witch hunt, and that's where I that's where I came up with the title from. So how did you manage to get the other contributors involved with your book? Well, actually, I did not get the the contributors involved. What each person that's in the book, including myself are uh, public people, we're political um, to some aspect. So because these, these uh, each of the people that's in the book, chapters th uh, three, excuse me, two through four, or five rather, are public people, I did not need their permission. Um, it would be no different than writing about someone that was famous. Once you're kind of in politics and you're public, it allows, uh, you know, someone to write a story. And in, in this case, I wrote true stories, but I wrote it from a very um, positive standpoint, definitely not from a uh, negative standpoint. But I also wrote it as a narrative um, into their story or into well into their situation. Does that mean in that case, their stories were already public, as it were? So correct. So it's like a fair use doctrine. Correct. Because what I did was I researched. There were some things that weren't. Well, they were public. Everything was public, but it still would have taken you uh, a person to research it. So everything wasn't all just right there where you could just say, OK, I can go right here. Um, it took me hours and hours of research, uh, a lot of gathering of information and, and whatnot. I actually didn't. Uh, one one of the people, um, the, the one the person that's in Chapter two, we, we live in New Orleans, so I'm, I'm familiar with that that person's uh, story. And I was actually involved when that person ran. She ran for judge. I'm sorry, ran for mayor. And so I was really involved with that story. So that story didn't take me as much research. But the other stories, 
uh, was a lot of research and uh, me dig- doing a lot of digging and finding a lot of stories, uh, excuse me, researching rather and, and going online and whatnot, social media, everything you can think of to try to piece together the story and to kind of give you this overview of who this person was and then kind of going into the situation of what happened with, with each women, um, uh, woman rather that I wrote about. So how has your book been received? So I was a little delayed in getting it out. I put it out there last year, hoping I would be done with it by November, December. I wind up having a, a lot of delays and then um, COVID happened. And so that actually allowed me the opportunity to slow down and actually get it done. So it came out on June 19th, uh, Juneteenth. So which and then it's dealing with racism. It's also de- dealing with colorism. So it's just oddly enough that it came out when it did because it's dealing with a lot of the issues that's going on right now. Um, you know, with the Black Lives Matter and, and highlighting of racism and, and different types of, you know, different types of issues. So it actually wound up being um, the, the best time for it to come out. Um, when it was released, it was the number one new release on Amazon for about a week. But I think I am still the number one release in that category. Um, so, so far, it's been it's been doing well. I've been doing a lot of different, you know, speaking to a lot of different people, uh, getting a lot of feedback from friends, family and, and whatnot, who, you know, are delighted that I wrote the book and been very supportive. So in terms of the Black Lives Matter movement, is the momentum still quite strong in the States at the moment? I would say that it is. I would say that a lot of people are very, um, the word they like to use, woke. People mm. are, are, are woke right now. So who are definitely paying attention um, and are definitely still having those conversations and trying to have those conversations. I actually just saw a friend of mine had posted something just recently on social media and maybe back a year ago or maybe a few months ago, he might not have been able to have that conversation. But he talked about a conversation he had with someone that had concerns about the Confederate statues being removed. And he gave a very uh, eloquent response to that and was able to get that person to to understand it from our, you know, from our perspective as a, as a you know, as a black citizen, why those are so um, considered to be so racist and offensive. And so I thought, you know, so I'm glad to see that those conversations are going on and people are willing to listen. So in open up their mind to, to try to understand it from other people's perspective and not just their their own perspective. So what other interests do you have? So I'm an attorney by day, author by night is what I call myself. <laughs> and I also write a little bit of a, I've been writing a little bit of a poetry, pretty much limited to me writing and, and uh, practicing law. And that's about it. So what are your plans for the future? Do you plan to write another book? Actually, yeah, I'm already researching that book. Um, the next book is going to be on, uh, it's going to be on corrupt judges. So that one is going to be pretty interesting um, talking about that. And I'm going to be dealing just with uh, judges here in the in the New Orleans metro area. And the name of that book is going to be Wrinkled Robes with an S. Wrinkled Robes? Yes. Because mm. it's about judges and them being in trouble. So I figured, you know, Wrinkled Robes sounded pretty good. And how can people contact you? It's my name. So T-A-E-T-R-E-C-E harrison and uh, dot com that's my website for the book um also on instagram and facebook it's the same thing taytrice harrison and then if anyone wanted to email me it's t harrison esq at icloud.com okay well taytrice thank you very much for your time all the way in new orleans thank you very much all right thank you nigel Please like the podcast and subscribe to this channel. Thank you. Have you experienced several failed relationships or been through a divorce? How can you avoid making the same mistakes again? 
How to avoid making the big relationship mistakes is out now. Hi, my name is Nigel Beckles. My new book is packed with practical and common sense strategies that you can use to make better relationship choices. Now you can discover the dangerous myths about love. If your relationship expectations are realistic, why you could be falling in love for all the wrong reasons. How to avoid making the big relationship mistakes. It's a book that could change your life. Available from www.relationshipmistakesbook.com and amazon.co.uk. Kindle version also available. Award-winning author Pamela R. Haynes. Her latest book, Loving the Brothers, is available from Amazon and all good bookstores now. Nominated in the Best Writer category by the BLAC Awards for 2020. Loving the Brothers by author Pamela R. Haynes. Order your copy of a fantastic book now. Looking for Love is a documentary that explores black relationships in the UK, seeking answers to difficult questions, transforming the way we think about love and relationships. You know, 50% of couples who marry this year will get divorced. Looking for Love, from the award-winning director Menelik Shabazz, is finally available on DVD. If I had been to a counsellor or been to a therapist, I would have dealt with a lot of those issues a lot quicker. Get yours today from lookingforlovefilm.com. Thank you for listening. Please join me for another In Conversations podcast very soon for more interesting and entertaining discussions. Stay safe. Please like the podcast and subscribe to this channel. Thank you. Please like the podcast and subscribe to this channel. Thank you.